Hello and welcome to the Relationship Anxiety Podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel, and today we're talking about objectification. Have you ever caught yourself constantly checking in the Zoom self-view to see how you look and make sure you look pretty enough? Or looking at pictures of yourself to see if you look pretty or how you compare to others? Or do you ever look at pictures of your partner and analyze every little aspect of their appearance? Maybe you ask yourself if you're prettier than other girls in the room. And in moments where you do consider yourself prettier, you walk away feeling more confident and more secure in your relationship because you look the best. Or maybe you compare how your partner looks to all the other people in the room. Is your partner more attractive than everyone else in the room? And if they are, then you walk away feeling more confident. This is objectification. And it is something we with relationship anxiety are so guilty of for ourselves or towards our partner, or both. Now, a lot of times when we talk about objectification, we think about it in terms of movies and media that overly sexualizes women and makes their bodies like objects. And this is definitely a component, but I want us to even think outside of that And I have recently been reading this book, More Than a Body, by Lindsay Kite and Lexi Kite. Um, If you haven't heard of them, highly, highly recommend checking out their Instagram, which is called Beauty Redefined. And they talk about this concept of how your body is an instrument, not an ornament. And I've just been thinking a lot reading this book about how so much of our anxiety is often us objectifying our own bodies or our partners. Um, Objectification is, in the words of Lindsay and Lexi Kite, the invisible prison of picturing yourself being looked at instead of just fully lived in keeps you from doing, being, experiencing, contributing, and achieving in every area of your life. So when we're looking at our body and trying to figure out how our partner perceives it, if it's more attractive than other people's bodies, or trying to figure out every little aspect of our partner's body, and what we like and don't like, and if it's more attractive than others, we are perceiving ourselves and our partner and our relationship, not from the inside experience of being in it, but we are taking ourselves outside of it and trying to see how would people look at it? How would people perceive it? This essentially is boiling people down to things like cars, where we can just look at the line and decide if it's a premium or a basic car. 
that when we can just objectify everyone, including ourselves and our partner, we can easily determine a hierarchy of who's better and who's worse and who is deserving of loving and being loved. We use it as a way to make decisions about if we should continue to choose our partner. And we use it as a way to try to determine if our partner will continue to choose us. So we might hyper-focus on specific features and flaws within ourselves or our partner, maybe some fat that we have or some wrinkles or just an aspect of our body that maybe we wish was more attractive or we wish was more attractive on our partner. And then we might try to justify and make ourselves feel better to then say, oh, but I like this thing about my body or I like that thing or I like this part of my partner or that aspect of them. And what we are still doing is being caught up in perceiving ourselves and our partners as objects. Lindsay and Lexi talk about this idea that a lot of times our body image, like we we think of people with having positive body image is a good thing. So they've actually done studies where they will survey people and ask how they feel about their body. And some people will say good and some people will be say bad and they'll ask why and when people say bad you know they might be able to point to I'm too overweight or I'm too skinny or whatever I have too many wrinkles whatever their thing is they point to and then the people that say good might point to other features like "Mm, I like my tiny waist or I like my porcelain skin or whatever the things are that they like about their body. Now, the interesting thing is, you would assume, okay, that second group that likes their body, like they have good body image, they're going to feel more confident or whatever. And they actually found that both groups struggle, either currently or at some point will struggle with how their body looks. Because both groups are focused on how their body looks. When asked how they feel about their body, they consider no aspect of their body's ability to operate from day to day, their strength, their mental capacity, all the things their body is capable of, all the aspects of being in a body, they just say all the things about how their body looks good or bad. Even when you love certain things about your body or love certain things about your partner's body, if that's what you're valuing yourself or your partner on, those are things that are going to change. And so if you feel good about it because of how they look, later on down the road, you can also feel bad about it because the way it looks will change. And this is the problem with objectification is because we are boiling people down just to how we perceive them, just to how they look. And we're presuming that 
our partner would be better off or more happy in a relationship with someone that looks different from us. Or we're presuming that we would be better off in a relationship with someone else just based on physical appearance. And this is very much just looking at our bodies and other people's bodies as if it was a cover of a magazine or something on a movie rather than the experience of actually being in your own body and being in a relationship with your partner. Now, I recognize that if this resonates for you, there might be some shame that comes up of, oh my gosh, I have been doing this and I'm horrible and I'm awful. I shouldn't be looking at myself that way or I shouldn't be looking at my partner that way. And I want to remind you, this is not who you are. Just because this is what you've been doing, this is not your identity. This is not truly who you are as a person, as someone who objectifies yourself or your partner or other people. Because at one point in your life, you were a baby that had no concept (laughs) that you even had a body. (laughs) And then you slowly like learn and discover, oh my gosh, I have toes and fingers and a belly. And you grew up to maybe be a toddler that loved running around and experiencing jumping and playing. And, And at some point, whether it was hearing other people talk about how pretty someone was or how handsome, or it was looking at certain people on TV and noticing that they looked different than you, or looking at a magazine or you know, seeing someone's body on social media and comparing it to yours, at some point, you started formulating this idea that the reason you matter or the reason other people matter or have value is based on what you or other people look like. You weren't born into this world with that (laughs) message or idea built into you. You learned it over time. We live in a society that values looks a lot and puts a lot of emphasis and worth into our beauty. So I want to offer to you that just because this is what you've been doing or how you've been looking at yourself doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. It 100% makes sense. This is what we've been told our value is based on. This is what we've been told love looks like. That if your partner looks, if this guy meets these certain physical qualifications, then he's the one. Because that's what the one looks like in all the chick flicks. So no, this isn't your story. This is just something you've been handed and you took on. At some point, when you were younger, you experienced what it was like like to just be a human in a body and experiencing life and this earth without the need to constantly evaluate what you look like or how other people are perceiving how you look, or what other people look like, and who's more attractive than who. 
We learned that over time. And we learned that attraction is the thing that is going to create a long, sustaining relationship. And while attraction might be one tiny component that draws you to your partner, it is not the sole focus that defines the enoughness of your relationship. If we boil it down to looks. That the way you look and the way he looks or she looks is one tiny, tiny aspect of the full picture of your relationship and your worth. There is so much more than that. So I want you to think of if you were on an island and no one else was seeing your bodies, how would you look at them? How would you look at your body differently? How would you look at your partner's body differently if you had no one else to compare to? If your partner's body was the only body you'd ever seen, how would you perceive them differently? If no one was looking at your partner, no one else was looking at you, would it even matter? Stepping outside of this construct of what we've been told in society of how it should look and bringing it back to like, what if I didn't have any of these expectations? Then how would I see us differently? How would I perceive us? Would I be constantly trying to step outside of myself and outside of him to look at us or would I experience what it's like to just be us. When I spend more time focusing on my character, on his character, on who we are as people, recognizing that we are deserving of love, each of us, whether or not our bodies match the ideals, the aligning our goals and our purpose in life matters more than whether or not we are the most attractive person or they're the most attractive person. So when you find yourself caught up in overanalyzing appearance, is bring yourself back to something happening in this moment. Rather than everyone else and how they all look or how you look or he looks is what does it feel like right now to be inside your body? What does it feel like in your feet, in your thighs, to walk around? What does it feel like to hold your partner's hand, noticing the warmth of their hand on your hand. Noticing what it feels like to have their cheek pressed up next to yours. Focusing on what does it feel like in this moment physically rather than trying to picture and see it and make sure it looks like the most Instagrammable influencer moment ever is letting yourself actually be 
present and experience what does it feel like to be with this person. Practice having boundaries with your brain and not playing the comparison game. Telling yourself no when your brain wants to figure out if you look better than so-and-so or so-and-so looks better than you or so-and-so looks better than your partner. It's just saying, no, we're not going there. We're not looking at our partner and other people just solely based on how they look and ranking them. We're not doing that. The goal of us being a couple is not to be the most beautiful or attractive. That's not the goal. There's always going to be someone out there who's more attractive than both of you. And that's okay. Because even if you had that 100%, I just adore the way I look, I think I'm absolutely gorgeous, and I see that about him or her, you still are objectifying yourselves. And that means as confident as maybe you feel in how you look right now, and how confident you feel in how your partner looks, even if we're just going to go there and say that you had that perfect body image, that down the road, that would change. And these same insecurities and doubts could actually even be more magnified. So rather than looking to find the most perfect body or create the most perfect body or prove that you look better than others or your partner does is practice looking at yourselves differently. Practice being in your relationship rather than looking at your relationship. Experiencing what it is like to be you Experiencing what it is like to be dating your partner and stop trying to see how everyone else sees it. And when you practice that, there is a joy available in your relationship because you're finally experiencing it rather than watching it. All right. Thanks so much. Have a beautiful weekend. We'll talk next week. Bye.